Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Michael Hogue and Ali Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Michael and Ali Hogue. Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast with myself, Ali, and Michael. Now, Michael, we've got a, an interesting topic that you are very passionate about. Uh, I've seen, seen him discuss this in meetings, and, and you'll probably hear it in this podcast. What do you got for us? Uh, I've called it your $3.8 million tax-free trust, which is a very, um, it's a very unique title, I suppose. It's, mm. it's, it's, um, it's marketable. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, I don't think there's anyone here in Australia that wants to pay more tax than they have to. So, uh, so um, yeah, I'll walk everyone through. And, and look, please bear in mind, uh, look, occasionally we get emails through to the podcast channel saying, um, your example uh, didn't suit me at all because I don't have anywhere near that amount of money. So, yeah. so you can do this with any sum of money. Uh, I, I, I like to use the maximum. Yeah because um, I want people to know what the maximum is. So, so, so don't get offended. By, uh, yeah. Please try not to get offended. Uh, I'm just using this as an example. Um, yeah. it's, it's per couple in this example. It's, it's, it's applicable for single people as well. Um, so walk, walk through it. So, so basically, a, a 0% tax superannuation income stream is like having a tax-free trust fund. So, so 0% tax is levied on the rate of return internally and 0% tax is levied on uh, any income drawn out of the fund by the recipient assuming that they're aged over 60, 60 or over. Mm. So um, the example that I'm going to use, today, the examples that we're going to use today are for people we assume that they're aged 60 and over. Yep. Because uh, there are other ways to qualify for this earlier, such as being classed as totally impermanent disabled. Yeah. But the general conditions of release are for people that are aged 60 or over. Um, so what is a 0% tax superannuation income stream? Well, it's, it's a superannuation fund that has been converted into... Um, a zero percent taxed fund. So, so for reference, the normal a normal superannuation fund in accumulation phase, which most of us have, yep, um, before we start drawing an income from that, is uh, taxed at fifteen percent on the rate of return on the earnings internally. Yep. So you lose some of that rate of return. Um, what I'm talking about here is that when you when you when you qualify, and when you uh, so when you meet a condition of release. Um, most people think of that as being able to access their superannuation. Um, look, we think of that as the hidden benefit of, of people being able to keep their money in superannuation. Yeah. But um, convert it into a 0% taxed version of superannuation. Now, um, the confusing part here is that, that this is known as a multitude of things. One of them, it's technically called a superannuation income stream. Yep. Um, it's a type of superannuation income stream uh, is 
uh, known as an account-based pension. That's what we're referring to here. Yes. It's also referred to as an allocated pension. It's referred to colloquially as just a pension. So just um, I just want to be clear, yeah. this is completely different to the pension or age pension that we get from Centrelink? Yep. Completely it's different? Completely different. And, I, and I, I, I don't like the word pension because of the fact that um, people do get it confused. So yeah. I'm going to call it a superannuation income stream. Yep. Um, the market, what's even more confusing is that the marketing name of the particular superannuation fund that you're in may call it something completely different, such as Australian Super call it choice income, our account-based pension. Yeah. So, so uh, look, it's it's really confusing for the consumer. Really <laughs> confusing. It's a topic that, again, not a lot of people don't really know much about superannuation in when you're giving different terms for the same thing, I can understand why people don't understand. It's so confusing. Like, yeah. like it's, I can understand that. So, um, what is, I guess, think of this as, as having the money that you accumulate in superannuation when you meet this condition of release. Again, most people think of that as I can access my superannuation. Do I cash out all my superannuation at that point in time? We actually think of this as an opportunity to hold your money still in the superannuation environment, mm. but move it into the 0% taxed superannuation income stream environment. Um, how it works is that there are limits that you can um, open one of yeah. these accounts with. Uh, so you can have more money in superannuation, but the the current 2023-24 limit is $1.9 million. Yep. Per individual, so there's the three point. There's where the three point eight million dollar um, title comes from. Yeah, it's, keep, it's assuming a couple, the yeah. maximum that a couple could open in two thousand twenty three twenty four. Maximum that a couple could open, yeah, uh, would be three point eight million dollars combined. They are individual accounts. So I'm, I'm in in my example. I'll, I'll I'll talk about figures together. Yes, but they're actually individual accounts or member balances that you have. Yep. Um, that particular piece of legislation is known as the pension transfer balance limit. So um, it does get indexed up. Uh, so to give you an example, um, that started out as $1.6 million. So yeah. I forget what financial year that was, but people that were doing this at that point in time, individuals that were doing this, uh, were only able to open that with a $1.6 million balance at that yep. point in time. It's now currently been indexed to $1.9 million. Now, uh, just to butt in there, just keep in mind though, um, your that's how much money you can get in there, but returns and things, your balance can increase above that, of course, um, depending on the return that's in there. Um, but getting getting the money in there, uh, that's that's your, where your limit sits. Yeah, spot on. Um, it's a good point to make. So I, yeah, I had a client that started out with $1.7 million when the cap had been indexed up to that. And um, he currently has over $2 million. So his balance has grown and that's fine. He doesn't have to take out yeah. $300,000. It's just the, it's measured right at the start um, yep. in that particular year. So let's, um, let's go through and, and use an example here. So let's, let's say, I will use a million dollar example as well. So let's say there's, a, there's an individual and they've built up a million dollars in their superannuation fund. Now, remember that internally, even though they can't access this money yeah. before they meet a condition of release, it's making a rate of return, and that rate of return is being taxed at 15% internally. Yeah. Um, 
they made a condition of release. Now, the main conditions of release, um, there's more than this, but I'm just going to talk about the main ones today. So, so um, the first one, attaining the age of 60 and then ending an employment arrangement. So, so what that means is that I could still be in the workforce. It's just that I've turned 60 mm. and then I've finished with one employer and I'm starting on Friday, for example, and I'm starting with another employer on Monday. It's um, Well, I've, I've met a condition of release. Yeah, like, another it- example on that, sorry. Um, I've, I've just had a meeting with a, um, a potential client and she has two roles. Yep. And, and one of her things is she wants to potentially um, semi-retire or, or drop at least one of the roles um, around that 60, 60 years old. And, yep. and that's a... A good example of where you go, if you do that at age 60, just drop one of those roles. Essentially, you meet that condition of release because you've yep. ceased an, an employment arrangement. Is that correct? Correct. Correct. Mm. Yeah. So, it doesn't have to be your full-time job. Mm. It, um, the, I mean, legislation is fairly broad. Mm. So, it, it, it's fairly grey and it says uh, you've had to have attained the age of 60 first. Mm and then ended an employment arrangement after that and that's a condition of release. Yeah. I've never tested it, but like like technically the way the legislation reads is you could potentially, and, and don't take this as advice, uh, because I, I've never tested it with the ATO, but, but you could hold your full-time job. Uh, you could take on a part-time shift at McDonald's and uh, or Bunnings and then turn 60, um, resign from that part-time shift keep your full-time job like you've technically entered an employment arrangement i digress yeah but that's the way the legislation reads so yes. the first way is to attain the age of 60 and an employment arrangement after that you do not have to fully retire look this is perfect for people that want to part-time move to yeah. part-time work um second main one attaining the age of 65 even if you haven't ended an employment arrangement so you could continue your full-time job turn 65, have no intention to retire yeah. for another year or two or even beyond, um, you've met a condition of release. Now, Now, one of the big advantages of that is that you can, you can, you, know, you don't have to cash out your superannuation at that point in time. You can move your superannuation into the 0% tax superannuation yeah. income stream. So I'm guessing this is, this is the main benefit that you're talking about where uh, a, a lot of people would probably think that you'd only look to move move it in that zero uh, percent tax free uh, trust, as you call it. Yep. Um, when you need to draw an income, but but there's other benefits of potentially moving it over before that, anyway. Correct. Um, yeah. So there. So we'll get to those examples. But the first of all, let, let, let let's assume just for simplicity's sake that that an individual has. Um, gotten to 60, they've entered an employment arrangement, they have a million dollar superannuation account balance. Yep. And um, and that generates an assumed rate of return for these purposes of 8% per year. Well, yep. that 8% per year at the moment is being taxed. Mm. It's being taxed at 15%. Um, uh, what would happen is if they moved that fund into a 0% tax superannuation income stream is that it would, assuming the same investment strategy, return the same 8%. Yep. It's just that no tax would be levied. So 80,000, the fund would actually then make $80,000 a year. No tax is levied. Um, uh, uh, they could then, in a, this simple example, if they drew $80,000 out as yep. an income, their fund balance would stay at a million dollars. 
um, they wouldn't go backwards, they wouldn't go forwards, and they could draw uh, yeah. $80,000 income. Now, that income is also tax-free. Now, here's the difference. Um, assuming that person had um, been previously employed on the same $80,000 a year, um, while they were working and earning employment income, uh, the, the current tax scales in 23-24 are that $80,000 of employment income that's fully taxable. Yep. That person would lose $18,067 in income tax for that year, which would leave them with $61,933 in the hand. That's oh, a huge difference. It's a huge difference. So in this case, they've actually stopped themselves working and instead they've got their money working for them. Yep. And effectively, and it's, simple, it's a really simple example, but they've, they've said, okay, um, there's a line in the sand here. I'm going to work up on that point. I earn $80,000 a year, um, but I'm taxed at $18,067. From that point on, I'm going to let my money do the working and uh, it's going to generate an $80,000 return for me. I'm going to draw that out as income. Yeah. Well, hey, I pay $0 in tax. This person pays $0 in tax um, after that. And here's where the... I'll use the larger example. So a couple earning employment income uh, or other generally taxable income in 2023-24 and assuming that they earn $304,000 per year yep. as employment income uh, and that's split right down the middle. So half is earned by one member of the couple yeah. and the other half is earned by the other member of the couple. They pay a, a total of $88,694 in combined income tax yeah, wow. to leave them with only $215,306 yeah. in the hand from that $304,000. Now, assuming that they were able to um, use their full pension transfer balance limits of $1.9 million each and and started um, life or retired life out or semi-retired life out yeah. with a combined amount of $3.8 million in the 0% taxed superannuation income stream a la the tax-free trust, um, that earns an assumed rate of return of 8%, that's $304,000 per year. There's zero dollars no in tax levied on that. And not only that, again, using that same example, if they didn't want to grow their balance, they didn't want it to decline, if they pulled that $304,000 out yeah. as income, they would pay no tax then. So, um, look, when I, when I look at this, I look at, look, I would sum up, and this is just my opinion, mm. I would sum up Australia as one of the highest income tax rates in the Western world. Yeah. So we're higher than America in, in, in income tax. Uh, we're higher than the UK in income tax um, by my calculations. Um, we are one of the most generous in retirement. So, yeah. So because in both, of those, in both of those countries, most of their pension funds that they have over there or uh, have some level of tax levied on it. Yeah, that's correct. In this situation, though, um, look a couple. A couple. The maximum amount they can get in is three point eight million dollars into uh, a zero percent tax superannuation income stream. Together, um, again, the legislation to look up is the pension transfer balance limit. It's mm. currently one point nine million dollars per individual. Yep. Um, look, look, really, uh, without giving advice, and I want to stipulate a general advice warning here. Um, look, this is the mecca for people's retirement. Yeah. So, so you'd be hard-pressed to say that um, this holding environment for people for their retirement assets wasn't the best type of holding environment for them mm. because of the fact of that 0% tax on the internal I've, rate of return. I've seen that 0 a lot. 0% tax on the, on the way that they 
uh, particularly, I've seen that a lot with um, self-employed clients uh, and, you know, have a, a significant amount of investments outside. And um, when you, like you just explained and with those examples, that that tax difference on those earnings um, is huge. Yeah. And yep. and particularly if, if you want to try to get as much money in there as possible now, of course, that takes prior planning because you can't just get... 3.8 million um, in in one go. It takes uh, years of planning, but yep. like you said, the the whole idea is you want to try get as much as you can into there up to that cap because zero percent tax is amazing, and I don't think there's anywhere else you can get that. There's there's look, it doesn't. Um, there's no such thing as negative tax in this scenario. So zero percent is the best it gets. Um, and it's just it's it's a really really hard thing to achieve, and you can see the tax savings that the comparison of when you actually have to go to work and earn that income the year before and then the year after you qualify your medical condition release, assuming you've got enough capital in there uh, to generate that same amount of income, it's just so far so much more tax effective. Yeah. Um, now, you may be sitting here thinking, where do I find these? <laughs> uh, look, look it, this looks and smells like a normal superannuation fund. Yeah. So, look, most big superannuation fund providers offer a 0% taxed um, superannuation income stream yeah. product that they will call an account-based pension or they call it an income account or they call it choice income or something like that. I'd which, say which where it gets keywords there would definitely be yeah. pension or income yeah. usually. And, and reading the fine print, it will usually say, uh, it, sorry, it, it won't be usual. It will always say this is an account-based pension yeah. usually. Um, it's It's... There's a multitude of investment options available, so it's 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 actually investment strategy agnostic. So, you know, if you're more tilted to having more conservative investments, then mm. then most superannuation funds that offer this, um, just as just as they do with their standard superannuation accumulation yes. funds, they will offer a, a range of investment strategies as well. Yeah, that's correct. So, um, it's not that this is the right. So the rate of return of 8% that I use is just a generic example here. Um, uh, that rate of return can be north or south of that and um, expect volatility, of course. Yeah. But uh, because it all depends, the rate of return all depends on what the actual product is and what the actual investment strategy of that product mm. is as well. Um, it's one of those things that, um, I guess, what else am I thinking here? Significant strategies, as you as you touched on before, Ali, because because um, look just through contributions, just through salary sacrifice or other mm. concessional contributions and your employer contributions, um, uh, it's fair assumption to say that people that are age sixty now don't have, you know, the average person doesn't have one point nine million dollars in yeah. superannuation. Um, Look, there's strategies to get outside assets into superannuation and then into a 0% taxed superannuation income stream from that. Yeah. So, look, it is popular and certainly popular. Um, I shouldn't say popular. It's appropriate for yeah. many people, including our clients. Is this where I think we do the best work for our clients as they lead up to retirement? Um, we're actually looking at getting other bits and pieces of assets in, say... Yeah, it's common for people to come to us with significant cash savings. It's common for people to come to us as clients with um, investment assets. It's 
common for people to come to us with you know rental properties and investment properties and things yeah. like that look look when we go through it with most of our clients it makes sense for us to actually try and get those assets into yeah. superannuation to top up their balances that's correct with with the strategy of actually yeah pulling that lever and turning that into a zero percent taxed fund you have to be careful and, and this is again where i need to remind people mm. this is a very complex strategy so i'm I'm trying to explain as much as I can and use examples. However, not all of these examples will suit every listener here. Yeah. Um, here's the lawyer's warning. It's a general <laughs> advice discussion. So the examples used may not suit your individual needs. Um, you need right. to consider the risks and, uh, and whether it's suitable for your own particular needs. Now, um, there are some things to be wary of. Um, a big one is capital gains tax. So we just talked about you know, yep. some of our clients selling rental properties and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you need to be aware that if you were to do that, that that's, right. that's accessible for capital gains tax generally. Yep. And um, that can significantly, uh, I guess, um, Impact. Uh, make a difference uh, in terms of- yeah. A good example of CGT and when that wouldn't be um, suitable Let's say we've got someone who's right at the top of, say, earning 180 or 200 yep. grand a year. They've basically maxed out all their concessionals, yep. and and they decide they've got the option to sell an investment property now, yep. or a couple of years down the track when they're retired. If yep. they were to sell it now, essentially we wouldn't have any chance to one reduce the taxable income because yep. we can't make any concessionals, and then because they've already reached the top marginal tax bracket they're going to pay top dollar on tax on that. So that this strategy just wouldn't work for them at that situation. There'd be other ways to look at that yeah. and manage that, but it's something to be aware of on what you're touching on there. Great point, Ali. Um, this doesn't have to be something that's all done right at the cusp of retirement. So yeah. what I mean by that is that uh, in this, ex- yeah, let's flow this example through again. So a couple has aspirations of actually fully funding their $1.9 million pension transfer balance limit each. Um, They have $1 million in superannuation each, and they have all these other assets that have capital gains Mm -hmm. elements to them. Um, And they're on a high marginal rate of tax right now as they're working. So they can actually retire first. Yeah. um, Start to draw an income from this. Now, one of the other big advantages of that income drawn from a superannuation income stream um, I mentioned before that it's tax-free. E- even better, it, it, as long as you're over 60, mm. uh, it doesn't actually show up on your tax return whatsoever. So it doesn't even yeah. push other income up into higher tax brackets. Um, these people could retire at, say, 65 just to pick a figure. Um, they have up until age 75 uh, where they can actually get money into superannuation, Yeah, uh, including 100 $10,000 of full non-concessional contributions cap each um, yep. per year. Uh, they can use the non-concessional contributions cap bring forwards, which means they could get more, you know, three years of that $110,000 in one particular financial year. Um, and they can do that up until, look, I'll say 75, the actual legislation is something like 30 days 30, after yeah. the month end. Which of, I, yeah, I've yeah, done yeah. for a particular client. I think it was like <laughs> two, time, days, it, two days before. I'm like, this has to go yeah. in now or we can't. But um, we've uh, to, if you do want to look 
further into that uh, particular topic, we've got an episode 314, which goes all over those age limits there and, yeah. and discusses that. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so, so it's not a it's not a fact that you have to use it all at the start. So, flowing that example through, they use mm. one million of their one point nine million dollar pension transfer balance each. Yep. Well, um, the following year after they have retired and their taxable income is reduced down to mm. effectively zero because uh, they're drawing their income tax free from their superannuation yeah. income stream. They could choose to sell one rental property then and manage the capital gains. You know, push that. They could push that money into superannuation and then um, yep. into their zero percent tax superannuation income stream. Um, yep. There's a particular way you need to do that. I won't go into that here. Um, let's say another two hundred thousand dollars goes in each. Well, then they've used one point two million of their one point nine million dollar pension transfer balance yep. cap. They could pull the trigger again the following year, add another two hundred thousand dollars each. Yeah. yeah. Continue. Obviously, subject to non-concessional contribution, yeah. bring forward limits and all that sort of stuff. But but the, look, there's there's and and they can also you know with capital gains, then uh, they can also then then uh, tap into the any um, concessional contributions as yeah, well. Twenty seven right. and a half thousand exactly right. So you can get a bit more. Um, so look at look at like like I said, um, this is where I think we we definitely do our best work. Mm. And actually, moving people, transitioning people from um, full-time work to part-time work to yeah. a confident, self-funded, zero percent tax retirement. Like, like our objective mm. for it, we start with this objective for everyone is that the day that some one of our clients retires is the day that they've uh, is the last day that they've paid a dollar of tax ever yeah. again. And um, more importantly, it's got to be legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so no, so no business structures in Malta or China. But <laughs> <laughs> this is all perfectly legal if you get it right. And there's a specific order to get things correct. Um, we are experts on that. A couple other things just to be wary of: there are government mandated income limits. So mm. if you're under 65, you need to draw four percent of the first of July account balance each year. So you need to draw a minimum. If yeah. You got a million dollars in there. You need to draw a minimum, not a maximum, a minimum mm. of. 4%, so that'd be $40,000 per million dollars. When you get up to 65 to age 74, it goes up to 5%. Look, that does increase over time. Between 90 and 94, ages 90 and 94, um, it goes up to 11%. Now, you need to draw that income. You don't need to spend it. So there's yeah. people that, as their income goes up, they need to draw it out. Mm. But what they can do is, is either park that in a bank account, they can... Um, gift it away they can do a multitude of things yeah. like they like it's all tax-free uh, they can set up an investment that replicates what they have um the other thing to be wary about is that it can run out of money as well yeah but so can a bank account so yeah. if you take more than it makes and you do it for long enough it'll run out so yeah. what i mean by that is that the rate of return is very important um if you're uh taking yeah, if you're only generating a four percent rate of return, but you're taking eight percent of the account balance every yeah. year, then it's going to run out. Um, but like I said, so does a bank account. Yeah, as you spend more money. So, um, just one of those, just one of those things to to realise. But really, look, I I um, I I consider this the mecca for yeah. retirement for Australians: a zero percent taxed retirement. Um, it, it's, it's it's very very tax friendly. There's ways that you can qualify from age 60. You can move to part time work, which yeah. even makes that part time work 
uh, even more tax effective. That's great. Um, you can draw part of your income from uh, from your zero percent tax superannuation income stream and, and draw part of it from uh, your part time wage. You can even continue to push money in, so you can push some That's, of that money back around, yeah, back which, into superannuation. And which is something we do a lot. Hey, so a lot of well, a lot of my clients when they get to that that stage, they they're already semi-retired. They're earning about what they need. Yep. And, and basically, any of that income we're drawing out from the pension account, we're just using to make contributions and, again, yep. use up their concessional cap space yeah. and get that tax saving as well. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're just cycling their money around, and yeah. it's um, fantastic. It's a, it's a funny one, uh, the government-mandated income. Um, so I get this question asked a lot um, from uh, new clients, and mm. they always ask why. why. Why do we have to take money out of it? And at yeah. the end of the day, um, I, I don't think the government wants your money to be sitting in an investment structure where there's no tax being paid to them. That's how good it is. They're forcing yeah. you to take some money out of it because you just can't keep it there. Um, yeah, look, that, that's, that's, that's um, I mean, no one really knows because the government is a collection of individuals. That's exactly. Knows, but... but, but, uh, but <laughs> But the the general gist of it is that um, they don't want someone going in with one point nine million dollars and that growing to nineteen million dollars because yeah. they don't need to take any income out. You know what I mean? Correct. Which, which it could. Um, you know the other way to the other things to look at just just off the top of my head as well. Look, there's there's significant estate planning advice that you would need around this as well. Yeah. Um, I won't go into. How that how all that works, but there's 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 things to be wary of. Um, yeah, between a recognised um, spouse, their zero uh, percent tax income streams uh, can be passed tax free completely to each other. Um, what where the issue becomes is that um, down the track, mm. uh, if the remaining member of a couple or a single person uh, passes away with their money still in this zero percent taxed fund. Um, they're uh, assuming that that money is being passed to adult children beneficiaries or non-tax dependent beneficiaries, which that would generally be, considering the people's yeah uh, that hold this money's age. Um, there is uh, some funds that would be potentially taxed at that point in time. Uh, we have we have looked at that in in podcasts before. It's something to be wary of. Uh, there isn't, I mean, there's no way around that. Well, there is a way around that. Um, uh, I guess the alternative is that someone would say, oh, look, I don't want my adult children to pay any tax at all. Um, uh, I'll cash all my money out and I'll invest it. And uh, um, yeah, what would generally happen is they'd pay so much more income tax throughout their their life in drawing taxable income from that. I've got the um, and their children would still pay capital gains tax uh, as well. So yeah. the the there is a podcast episode thirty nine goes um, all all into the nitty gritty of trying to avoid that potential seventeen percent uh, up to seventeen percent inheritance tax. So yeah, it's um. It's there, number thirty-nine. The now, bear in mind the quality might not be as good as it is today, <laughs> but it's got all the information you need there. That's all I had. Excellent. Well, thank you for listening. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Money Over Fifty podcast with Money Over Fifty Financial Advisors. 
For more information and resources, visit the Money Over 50 website, mo50.com.au. We look forward to catching up again soon.